Hi everybody, Doug Miles and uh, Don Henderson, a bonus episode this weekend, Don. We were here on uh, Friday night uh, seeing the Yankees against the Orioles here at Edgewood Stadium in Sarasota, but uh, today, Don, we get to see the uh, defending National League champions, the Philadelphia Phillies in town. Yeah, looking forward to it, the Phillies' second trip in here to Sarasota, and uh, of course the Orioles have been playing in and out baseball, they won game over 500 for the entire spring training season, they've got the Cardinals coming in tomorrow for the final game before they all break camp, and they can get ready for the opening day of the 23 season. Hard to believe opening day is actually uh, this week coming up. Uh, season starts in March again this year. Sometimes it's in April, but uh, it seems like the last 10 years or so they try and get it started in March so they don't have, uh, I guess, with rain delays and all that, uh, pushing it too far into, uh, into November. Well, I was just chatting with the, one of the fellows from Baltimore, and I said to him, you know, you've had 35, 40 perfect days for spring training down here, even more than that if you can when the pitchers and catchers first got here. Not one rainy day, not one bad day, and uh, you just got to hope when they go back to Baltimore and New York and those teams in Boston and teams on the East Coast that uh, they don't wind up with a 38-degree night to play baseball. Well, that's the thing. When you start earlier like this, even in April, in the old days, when it would wait at least till what, second week of April, sometimes right. you still get snow days. It's, as I say, it's been interesting. They've stretched the season out as best they can. And, you know, we're already looking at the playoffs of the World Series. Uh, you almost at the end, in the middle of the football season by the time they get right. this underway. Well, last year, the series went into November. Yeah. First yeah. Day of November last year. It's crazy. Anyway, baseball doesn't really seem to bother, care about that too much. Sometimes you get warm weather cities, so it didn't really affect weather last year. Well, I think everybody's settled in now, and uh, I think, that, you know, after you've been through five, six uh, pitchers and catchers coming down earlier, really seven weeks, once you get through seven weeks here with spring training, you're ready to break camp, you're ready to start the season, you're ready for the uh, final cutdowns of the respective teams, and uh, Baltimore's got a few very uh, close calls when they decide what the, some of these younger players, what they're going to carry them, or whether they're going to go to the minor leagues for you know, two or three uh, weeks or a month uh, before they bring it back in. Uh, a lot of major decisions to be made to get down to that 28-minute roster. Players don't really need the full six weeks anymore. No. They're no. much better shape than, let's say, in the 50s, 60s, even the 70s. Right. Uh, players really in the off-season, a lot even back then, had to get jobs, so they really weren't working out all year. Now these guys come into camp, they're in almost... No, mid-season shape. Yeah. Jobs, are, jobs are not a concern for anybody right. playing baseball now. In minor leagues, yes. <laughs> you don't make that kind of money in the minor. Once you get to the major league, you don't have to worry about a winner, a winner job. No, Pete Rose, for a couple of interviews with him, he said it only took him about two weeks to get right. Yeah. He didn't think yeah. four weeks. He thought four weeks was too much. Yeah, yeah. No, two right. weeks to get your timing down as a hitter, and that's about it. Yeah. I, I agree. I know, you know, but hey, it's great for the cities in Florida and uh, it's great for the economy here. Uh, they've had great success. What is it, 10 years now, 11 years they've been here? I think this is the 14th. 14, is it? I think so. 14 years in Sarasota. And, uh, you know, everybody thought when Cincinnati left, they went to Goodyear, Arizona, was going to be difficult. Uh, but it's been a great 14 years for Baltimore. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how they're doing out in Arizona, how the attendance is out there. I'm not sure. I haven't seen any reports on it. I, uh, I still think Florida is the place to have spring training. I mean, Arizona's fine, but they say there's not much else out there. You know, Florida, you come down, see some games, and you got other stuff to do. Well, the thing is, yeah, that was it. You're so close to everything in Florida and the city. Goodyear, Arizona, you got to go 60 miles to get to Phoenix right. or someplace where there's something to do. So uh, I think it was a major move. 
course it was all money. I mean, and, and in the end, they didn't get the money anyway because no. Goodyear didn't have the money to, <laughs> after they made all the promises. Now they share a part with Cleveland, and uh, that's not a great situation. Of course, you mentioned this is the next-to-last game Monday uh, tomorrow. Uh, is the final uh, spring game here with uh, the St. Louis Cardinals coming over? Yeah, you, made a deep, you made a deep point. We were coming over in the car this morning, and uh, it's the first time we're here without Timmy McCarver. Right. Uh, one of the great St. Louis Cardinals players of all time, one of the great broadcasters of all time, lived here in Sarasota, and... Uh, was uh, a great guy to talk to you during the course of spring training and uh, even afterwards. Uh, and, uh, he's going to be well missed around here and certainly going to be well missed in St. Louis where he did the age for such a long time. Yeah, we had an interview that you did with him uh, about five years ago. It's posted on our uh, YouTube page. If you go there, Doug Miles Media, and uh, great interview you did with him in the dugout here. Yeah, and it was great. Uh, Doug Fernandez was on that show. Uh, Donnie G, of course. Well, the there. Donnie G show, too. That's a separate one, right? Oh, okay. But the one you did about five years ago yeah. here in the dugout, yeah. right? But, yeah, we did the, we posted <laughs> yeah, we did the, the Donnie G Donnie show. G show and, right. and Donnie, of course, another one that's passed away now a few years ago. And uh, We did the show on Comcast down here on Channel 19. And uh, Timmy was always nice enough to join us, too. So we had a great, great rapport with Timmy. It's just a shame we lost him. Yeah, great guy. We had a chance, uh, like I said, uh, you knew him obviously from working with him with the Phillies, but I uh, had a chance to be on him on radio several times down here, so uh, we missed Timmy, but uh, we're glad we got to uh, to know him a little bit. Just right. before we wrap up, uh, again, maybe people out there that watch uh, us uh, aren't aware that, of course, Don worked for the Phillies broadcast for so many years, for seeing the Phillies today, and uh, of course you saw so many great moments in Phillies history going back to, I guess, what, the 70s, right? Yeah, oh, it's unbelievable, and uh, I talked to Chris Wheeler the other day, and uh, he's really the only one left of the original group. Harry Callis, of course, died in the booth in Washington. He was the first one to go. Andy Musser retired, and he passed away right after that. Uh, Richie Ashburn? Richie Ashburn went before them. Yeah, he died. In, uh, we were in New York. Uh, playing New York Mets series, and he died in the hotel room. Uh, went to go out to the ballpark for the game and call upstairs. Where's Richie? And oh, he died during the season. He died. Yeah, he died in a hotel room in uh, in New York. we during the Mets series. So uh, well, Chris Wheel was the only one that's left that was on the original broadcast team all the way through when I was there. Yeah, but uh, obviously you saw all the great teams of the. Uh Early mid seventies, right? Oh. Steve Carlton and uh, Mike Schmidt. Uh, of course, the year they won it all in eighty. Yep. The they, uh, Rose came in. Right? They had a great run uh, in that period of time, and uh, uh, then they went into a bit of a lull. And, and last year, Robbie Thompson took over, and <coughs> Joe Girardi was let go uh, with about thirty games into the season. And wound up getting to the World Series in Baltimore and going six games. They were dead in the water. So. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was, oh, you, no, you know, there's no chance they're going to make a run. No chance they were going to make a run. And they brought in the new manager, got rid of Girardi, and, uh, and didn't make Girardi look too good, but they really turned it around. Came in just as the last team to get into the playoffs, and uh, nobody expected them to get through the first round against the Cardinals. And, you know, it just went from there, boom, 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 and you know, next thing you know, they're in the sixth game of the World Series. And, Played very, very well, and, and uh, so there's high expectations this year. Uh, of course, Harper's not going to be able to play until for at least 60 days and maybe more with the elbow surgery, and he's the one that really carried him, uh, you know, in that final two months, and then especially in the playoffs. Right. He, he was the one that won single-handedly about three games, so he's going to really be missed. 
there's still high expectations in Philly, though, for the Phillies to go back, right? Yeah, yeah. They didn't really lose much no. in the offseason. No, no, they, they, they picked up. They did some great, uh, made some great moves in the offseason. Uh, they got Marsh at the end of last year to play center field. They had a lot of trouble in center field. Uh, they, uh, the Eagle Warriors was let go uh, by the Phillies, and uh, they made that Scott team in and played shortstop for them, and that made it really helped them. Their infield. They were making a lot of errors and playing poorly, just playing poorly, and striking out a lot. But when Robbie Thompson got in, things sort of leveled out, and they really put on really a fantastic show in September and October. Yeah, see if they can get back to the series again. But that'll wrap it up for this bonus edition of the Spring Training Report from Ed Smith Stadium. And, of course, next week we'll have the Final Four in basketball. No doubt even... Watching that, so we'll uh, we'll save that for next week. But uh, that'll wrap it up for this week. Yeah, I got to see Texas this afternoon. They, they got a Your chance. Alma mater. Let's point that out. Boy, well, we saw Gonzaga <laughs> go down the drain last night and dramatically by the University of uh, by uh, Connecticut. Yeah. And uh, but you're right. This is it for this spring training. Been great again. Doug, we had a great time doing it, but we'll hopefully do it again next year. We weren't sure after last year because we didn't get to come, but we're glad we were here this year, and uh, we'll hopefully do it again. Thanks for watching, everybody.